0: Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal, and joining me through Discord, uh, back on Discord, back on the cord, it is Joshua. Gangster time goes. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangster time. Josh. Oh, here
1: we go. It's <laughs> good, guys. What up, everybody listening? Hey, buddy. Um, Hey, yeah, recording from my uh, new setup yet again.
0: The new stew. The new studio. Very, very nice digs, Josh. I mean, I'm excited. Are you going to decorate it more? I'm sorry? Are you going to decorate it more? Yes.
1: you. We will see a lot more happening back there. Hell There's yeah.
0: Uh, also joining us is uh, our producer, Edgelord Big News Brian. Now to you, Big News. Sup, sup. Hey, uh, how are you?
2: Oh, you yeah, know just chilling chillaxin', relaxing acting all cool playing some b-ball down by the school wow
0: but well, no you're not you're here on the show you can't be you're playing right. b-ball down by the school um very excited to be back on the show today uh we got uh all manga lineup the manga's back very excited uh but before we could do that let's get into plugs you can find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram joshua cole where can they find you
1: J E
2: Cole underscore
0: 37. That's on Instagram.
2: And um at N Y Chillin with E N, not R N G. That's on Twitter. Oh yeah. Brian. You can find me at B.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline.
0: Oh wow. All in one breath. What a consummate professional. Uh too easy. <laughs> you can follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram follow us on twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll every week before the manga uh, after the manga chapters drop on sundays uh the official release manga chapters uh so check us out on that uh also you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything guys want us to talk about we are on our email at new jump City pod at gmail.com uh, or you can comment on whatever video you're watching whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little uh episode highlights that we break out for every manga we talk about uh and while you're at it subscribe to our youtube channel that'll be very sweet of you to do please do that uh like share do all the things that youtubers tell you to do uh also we are all uh, all every single episode we've ever done is on itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts uh there was a great uh purge on our previous youtube channel uh so we only have a couple of the uh we only have like 75 and above uh for our show here so uh check out our uh Our iTunes and whatnot for the rest of the backlog, if you're so inclined. Uh, And I think that's it. Uh, Spoiler alerts ahead. It is time to get the show started. (laughs) One Piece. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is One Piece chapter 1037, Drunken Dragon Bagua. Um, You already know what time it is with that title. (laughs) Uh, We get a little... uh, little Germa um, 66 update from the cover page story uh, apparently this cover page like saga is called Germa 66's ah, an emotionless excursion <laughs> so and the second chapter of this is judge size so I guess they're just like looking on as they take their L in peace um, you know and uh, the chapter opens back at uh, the flower capital in Wano. All the citizens are uh, vibing, uh, having a good time at the fire festival. Uh, they're all sending these, uh, these like lantern balloons. They call skyboats, I guess. Um, that they send off as a like a little bit of a um, what was it? A tradition to you know, uh, wish to, uh, like basically writing to their dearly departed ancestors. Uh, it's a very sweet thing. I feel like that's going to come back. It's going to be like really symbolic and cool. I can see a two-page spread coming with these things. Um, I'm kind of excited to see what Oda has in store. Um, Meanwhile, back on top of the the Onigashima, on the roof of it, the top of the fucking skull of whatever they're fighting on, uh, we see Luffy is just watching as Kaido is getting lit out of his fucking mind. Uh, He's just drinking a barrel full of sake, it looks like. Um, and Luffy's like, why are you drinking right now in the middle of this fight? And Kaido's just like, because I'm having fun. You know? Uh, he says, you want one?
1: Wait, which one? When Luffy says
0: that he's totally drunk. Oh, yeah. He goes, uh... <laughs> uh okay, I think I got this one. which... <laughs> He says ha ha, yeah 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 ho That's really funny. Uh, given how like particular one piece laughs are, the fact that he seems to like jump between laughs I guess it's like a personality shift like every time he drinks he gets, as we see going forward uh, his personality changes. But, you know, Kaido's having a great time. He's getting lit. He's he's having a battle of his life. Um, and uh Luffy's like, well, whatever. Don't use that as an excuse for why I beat you. Got it? And he's like, don't be stupid. Uh, <laughs> I I would make I wouldn't make myself weaker. It's a sign that I've accepted you. And I'm like, cool. Um, Luffy tries to do something there. He like does his like big giant punch, and Kaido just matrix dodges it while laughing drunkenly. And he uh, lets out this technique that is the title of this chapter, uh, The Drunken Dragon Bagua, where he just like roids himself Araku. up. Yeah, he just like roids himself up from the torso up and just slams down on Luffy with some lightning, I guess, attached to it. Uh, maybe it's just the hockey lightning. But, um. Yeah, maybe. yeah. If
1: it's it, actual lightning, it doesn't really matter.
0: No. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, it the ensuing uh attack just causes a massive crack in the roof from inside the dome. They could see it, uh, which seems to be like kind of a big deal. They're on top, uh, fighting on top of a giant vague monster skull. So
1: that shit is strong as hell. I mean, it's taken a beat down from from the fighting upstairs.
0: Yeah, the entire not time right? demolished yet. Yeah,
1: so it's not regular stone. It's definitely some type of creature.
0: Oh definitely. I'm very uh interested because I know that like <laughs> I know that San Juan Wolf. Oh, San Juan Wolf. You think it's his cousin or something? Mhm. Yeah. Um so Lu- Kaido goes full dragon as he like Goes off to the side, and he's getting bummed out. Actually, he's like, as fun as this may be, the castle and the island are half destroyed already. Oh, they're useless to me now. I'm so miserable. I can't even keep one castle intact. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I, I this is really endearing me to Kaido, the sad drunk Kaido, as Luffy is just writhing in pain. Like fuck, he's so damn strong. Uh, and Luffy can Gun- never. I don't
1: think I've ever seen a sad dragon face.
0: Well, there it is. Maybe I have.
1: I'm pretty sure I have before. I haven't seen
0: it. Have you seen dragon know. Tales? They get pretty sad. Yeah. yeah,
1: they're oh, just, yeah oh, yeah. They always
0: There's sad dragons on that. <laughs> Especially the big goofy one. You know what you <laughs> He's always. <like>, He's <laughs> I accidentally broke something or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: but, anyway
0: yeah uh Luffy goes off to try and attack again and then kaido just attacks him like using his like some kind of wind attack to like send Luffy flying backward and now he's just weeping just like
2: stay away from me,
0: just leave me alone, you idiot uh, beer. and he's literally as he's charging luffy just still crying he's literally like boo <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, this is what happens to people who don't take a hint. <laughs> and that's uh, Luffy try. Luffy just like goes after him. You know, they're about to clash. Uh, Luffy does a sick fucking kick to the face on Kaido. Uh, just like flips around and like knocks him back on his ass. Um, but Kaido kind of he doesn't he feels it, but he still like kind of eats it, and then uh, grabs Luffy with his tail and just like pulls him forward to I guess give him like the headbutt of the gods. Um luckily Luffy has the Conqueror's hockey uh to just kinda like not immediately die from this and is uh is is still hurt. He set he's set backwards and he kinda loses this battle uh in yeah. terms of like the hockey. Uh because as Kaido is getting more and more drunk, he's getting stronger. Um as Kaido. Tr- yeah. That's interesting. yeah. And as Kaido transitioned into, I guess, his ultimate form with it, which is angry, drunk Kaido, um, as he just he
1: literally shoots, a, a, a hyper beam. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's resorted to shooting beams dragon style.
0: Yeah. As a human, I think, is this the first time we've seen him in his humanoid form kind of shoot a fireball? I don't even remember. Um, yeah. But yeah, Luffy dodges that. Thank God, because he would have been annihilated. And then um, he does his like Red Rock Gatling, as Kaido does a Gatling move of his own, which is basically just swinging his fucking club around to counter each one of Luffy's massive, giant third gear fists. Um, and they both land consecutive blows on each other. They're just like trading blows left and right. Um, Luffy luckily finds an opening, and he just like lays a fucking epic kick on Kaido. That seems to actually do real damage to him. Uh, Why does his foot look like that? Am I bugging? Where? It's from the real weird. I guess it's because, like, it, it's also giant. So he, like, made it really big. And it's off screen. Like, so.
1: Is that a bunch of toes? No. Oh, that's, Is that no, that his sandal?
0: His, that's his sandal, yeah. That's his sandal. <laughs> Even his sandal has hockey, dude.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah, why not? They could put it into swords. Why not sandals? Yeah. Imagine putting hockey on your Jordans.
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> now, now you're talking. <laughs> I'm very. If you too.
1: put some hockey on some tins and stomp somebody out. It's over for their career.
0: For real. Like- <laughs> yeah, you're breaking ribs easily without even. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to do anything because like. The way hockey works, is, like especially this hockey, is if they come near you, you're just being propelled away. So you're just getting blasted by the by <laughs> the, by these tims
1: by just being around them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so then we get we cut to the final two pages of the chapter, which is. Something I didn't expect at all. What happens? Uh, this is the first. Oh, time. Okay, so this is the first time, not during a uh, during act breaks of the Wano arc, that we kind of cut over to somewhere to kind of check the status on the outside world, and it's kind of related to Wano, as we see uh, the five elders are talking you about. Huh?
1: Can you see where they're at?
0: Oh, they're in Joie. What? What? Damn, bro. I, actually, I could say what they would say. Oh, I thought you said can you. I didn't say it. I'm sorry. Want to say it? I'm sorry. Sacred marijuana. Yeah. Marijuana. Marijuana. Red
1: wine.
0: Yeah. They're, they're just I talking about... A
1: little bit more respect and style than that. This is the place in one...
0: I thought it was people. like pronounced marijuana. joie Because it's like... Marouis.
1: No, I did that myself. Marijuana.
0: Marijuana. <laughs> uh, marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah. So the five elders are like gathered around talking about what a shit show the Reverie was. <laughs> and they're like uh, just get over it, bro. Everything's fine, it seems. Um it's uh that was three days ago, bro. Yeah, get over it. Wano's important right now because I guess they just caught wind of what's been happening. Uh, as we've seen, they sent ships over to Wano to kind of like uh take advantage of whatever fallout happens whether Luffy wins or Kaido wins. Um But there is a bit of a disturbance as one of the people on the world's government ships uh, peeps a fucking giant shadow ahead. And uh, they're like, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. And An island? And the five elders kind of immediately know what time it is already. It's like, an island? Oh, shit. He's like, no, impossible. And they say very cryptic shit that annoyed me the way this chapter ends because it's pretty crazy. Um, they basically say like no, that's impossible that fruit is only a legend to us now. It has aw- is not awakened for centuries upon centuries and then I guess the youngest of the five elders is like, then why would the world government bother to give that one specific devil fruit another name? And uh, they say that uh, it's t- it's to erase that fruit's name from the annals of history isn't as we see the final panel, it's Zo. So Walking up to Wano, and uh, that is pretty wild. Did not expect that whatsoever.
1: Um, I mean, he's still, he is still out there.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It's cool like, that can could, could walk through all of these, like you know, Japanese whirlpool waters.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know he's still out there, but I wasn't expecting him to just pull up to Wano. We were just there. <laughs> uh, but wow, what a crazy twist! Um, okay, so there's obviously a lot of a lot to unpack here, but I guess general thoughts for me: uh, this was mostly an it's like ninety five percent an action chapter, uh, which was very fun, uh, very cool yeah. to see Luffy again uh, after uh, all this time, Luffy! and uh, yeah, the battle is just awesome. and I'm glad that it's not like I, I'm glad that there's still more to see from it. Uh, obviously, these last two pages are fucking insane. Uh I don't even know what to make of it really. I know Brian has some theories for us. But- I know what oh. to make of it. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. Not- Brian, before you get into your yeah. theories, I want to hear Josh's he seems to Yeah, I-, I don't have too much to say. There's only one thing to say, bro, the Gomu Gomu new fruit. is no it's not I'm
1: telling you bro, it's not it's not You don't think it's Zoe?
0: I think they're talking about Zoe. That the Zo like Zoe is Has something to do with
1: he's just pulling up.
0: Nah, because they talking. I think the fruit they're talking about is Luffy's fruit. No, because they know about Luffy's fruit. I feel like they would have been had this before in their life.
1: (laughs) Have they ever seen it with their actual eyes?
0: I think they're really talking about Zoe. I think Zoe is either an elephant that ate the island island fruit, (laughs) or but he can't be an island that ate the. Elephant, elephant fruit, because the elephant, elephant fruit has already been eaten. Yes. This
1: is This that is why. Been so sick.
0: It's been eaten right, by Spandem Sword.
2: Spandem Sword has the elephant, elephant fruit. All
1: right, right, all right. I'm ready now. I yeah. was just joking. No, I actually do think it's the gungo fruit, but
2: whatever. What are
1: what you saying? About all right.
2: That? So here's the theory, okay? It's not my theory. Uh, this is a theory that's circulating on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. That Zo- Zunesha is actually pluton it can't be pluton it's pluton that ate a mythical elephant fruit
0: well i don't know because there's no mythical elephants
2: that we know of i don't know i
0: so the theory is pluton is a is one of the like three big weapons uh, it's There's Pluton, Neptune, Neptune, which we already know is basically
1: the girl. Yeah, right?
0: Pluton is the warship that Crocodile was after and also the CP9. Um, uh-huh. And Uranus is something we don't know what it is yet, but that's what the f- last one is called. Maybe he's Uranus. Maybe. It could very well be that he's Uranus.
1: Not that's not an elephant the size of an island. Giant asshole.
2: <laughs> could be
0: Uranus. <laughs> That could be it. <laughs>
2: um. Oh the wait. There, the theory is circulating that Zoe is a myth. Is at least a an ancient weapon that ate a fruit, and now it is wandering.
0: It's funny because like, uh, I don't know how that would be possible, given how like it was Vegapunk who kind of created the means of which items can eat Devil Fruits. So. Mm-hmm. It is kind of, I don't know. I don't know how much I buy that theory.
2: So, so the theory, the the context for the theory is that um, the ancient civilization uh, before, like during the void century uh, created Pluton and um, Pluton was somewhat used in some way, like they were framed in some way, the ancient civilization. So they had to, uh, the the entire world was against them. And they decided that they did not want Pluton to get into other people's hands, so they decided to give Pluton a uh, a fruit and then send it to endlessly wander, so that way people cannot find Pluton.
0: Well, Zoe was Zoe was apparently like walking around for as long as he has been is kind of like a punishment for Zoe's crime. Like, Zo has committed. Exactly.
2: Him. And so. that's the crime of existing that, you know, say, that many people face. Like, Robin's anything. crime for existing and uh, similar to Robin's crime. And who else? Who else was it? There was another person they mentioned. Luffy. No, Luffy. Luffy. no. Luffy. 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 Like, the world government often, uh, like, it, when it comes to the world government, it's very often, like a crime to be a powerful figure in some to some extent like when it comes to like uh ancient weapons like regarding robin like she literally just knows things and that's why it's her it's a crime for her to be even be alive Hmm. so zoe could literally be endlessly walking for a punishment of literally being created
0: yeah but the thing is that like if if the like Void Century civilization created Zoe as like a means of protection. Then why would they just send it to walk away?
2: Because why? they didn't want people to use it, and th- they made it a point to say that you cannot find Zoe unless you have a vi- a Viver card on you that that somebody on Zoe has. So it's literally untrackable. You cannot find Zoe like by any means. So it's if you wanted to hide a weapon. If it's walking around, you're not going to find it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's possible. I I like to think that also, like Zo seems to have an actual history with Wano, given how the Minks have very long like ties with Wano. Uh, how like you know the samurai are a- easily able to find it. So maybe like I I would I wouldn't be surprised if like Zo is t- Zo itself is like. Closely tied with Wano in some way or another as well. Because yeah. Wano would be old enough, seeing as how they were the ones who created.
1: It? That skull dome they're in? Do you think it's another mammoth skull?
0: Um, no way. Let me see. I'm trying to get it like that a good reference. Really Interesting. Doesn't it, does it have no, tusks? It does have tusks, but they point upward, which aren't. They're like on the side. So It could be a one piece movement. That's true. It could be a one-piece elephant. <laughs> um, Specific, you know. It looks like a humanoid uh, skull on top of that. So, I don't know.
1: I'm going to um, stick to San
0: Juan Wolf. So. San Juan Wolf's cousin. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, you know, there's something to it. I feel like, obviously, Zoe is on on a punishment. That much is established. So, yeah, I didn't
1: even know that. I, I, I forgot all about that. Yeah. But we don't know what Zoe did. We yeah. don't but we know what the punishment is, which is he has to walk around. And it just so happens to be a civilization on his back. That has nothing to do with Zoe.
0: No. Yeah, the Minx kinda just somehow have landed upon and made Zoe their home. So and I don't think like the Minks necessarily were like even natives of Zoe. I would even think that they just kinda like found that land one day, like ancestors found that land and made it their home um but who knows i mean you know they don't give us much to go on uh oda is the king of just starting things and just waiting and waiting and waiting to establish so you know the reason like so so many wild theories can be made about one piece is that like the foreshadowing if there is any for any major twist is so fucking subtle that you really only see it like way down the line it's kind of crazy how that works um, or how Oda is able to do it. I guess this is because like, he's got so much shit around his world that he can just kind of like, well, look over there now, you know, and make us forget about certain things. Plus, this ch- series is over 1,030 fucking chapters long, so he might have given us the answer a long time ago.
1: Um, I wonder if... um, my last, One of my last places, I wonder if Momo ended up calling uh, Zanisha.
0: Who knows? That's a
1: good I idea. Know. That's a good thought. Yeah, you they do have a connection, lock, yeah.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> that is a good. That is a good thought. It could be possible that Momo inadvertently brought Zoe there. Um, Momo! Momo,
1: Momo, I'm calling you
0: Zanisha.
1: <laughs> I don't know why he would say his own name, but yeah, maybe to so establish the
0: psychic connection. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's 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 all I got. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, let us know what you guys think. Uh. We're not very good well, theorists. Nobody's Oh, um...
1: No one has an RGC for Zunisha.
0: You know what?
2: Mm. Ah, shit. Nah. This is a good chapter, but it wasn't RGC. This was a really
0: good chapter, but it's not It's not the really good chapter. Mm. I would say this is second place when I'm thinking about it. This is uh, a close second for me. Um, when they explain Zunisha, then it will be my RGC. Uh, no doubt. I refuse yeah, but, to...
1: But, but right now, there's no love for
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. not much of theorists on this show. We very much like... We tell you how we feel about the chapter, but, you know, I feel like we're 0-16 when it comes to theories, so we try not to make... I was right about
1: something, so you can take that example.
0: I mean, I don't even... I, I can't keep score. We gotta keep score of the theories we get wrong. Um, But in any case i i think that's it for uh for one piece it was a, it was a great chapter had a great time reading it uh lots of fun let us move onward my hero academia this is my hero academia chapter 340 uh wherever this chapter title is oh it's at the very end i remember now uh how, oh, yeah, uh, this is chapter 340, uh, the story of how we all became heroes, part 3. Um, yeah. So, last we left off, um, All Might was, uh, you know, just about to get into his plan uh, to finally strike back against All for One, and uh, we open with that, basically. Um, we find out that uh, Ragdoll of the Wild Wild Pussycats is there, um, the uh, the one with the search quirk. Uh, that has been the one the
2: search quirk.
0: had. Did I say? Did, did I say has?
2: Yeah. Apologies. She don't have shit no
0: more. She has nothing.
1: I think you said the one with the search quirk, and
0: yeah, I said the one with. And then Josh couldn't wait to say that she's powerless right now. <laughs> she has no powers. Um, but yeah, they're about to go but into. Was
1: all right, but not, is it not a quirk power? So she's got powers, She's not important.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what her powers would be. Um, But anyway, we get into the plan, and the plan is actually fairly simple. Uh, The uh, overall, no matter what they do, whether it's Plan A or Plan B, uh, the overall idea is to split up uh, All For One and Shigaraki, uh, so that it would, I guess, kind of weaken their overall power uh, because. You know, obviously, the closer they are together, uh, all for one can still fight, apparently. Uh, So, you know, they would rather take them on separately and somewhat weakened, but now that they're both not together, then together. And there are obviously some obstacles. Uh, Obviously, Dobby's there. There's also the other members of the Paranormal Liberation Movement, uh, the League of Villains uh, captains, I guess, Uh, and many, many more. Um, and also the jailbroken villains, you name it, they got it. And of course, the only solution is the one thing we've been asking for this entire time: individual battles. We have to break them up one by one and individually battle them. Uh, yeah, that's what exactly what it is. They have to take down the strongholds of other uh, villain groups. What are you not reading from this? He literally said, "Every one of our major enemies, major operatives." We must defy and conquer, one by one. <laughs> You're shaking your head at me with your whole body.
1: Come on, man! Yes, again, that's how much I disagree with you.
0: What? What do you mean? They're
1: really going up on every single one of them. And then ding, bang, boom, bang, 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 bada bing—they're gonna win. It's gonna things are gonna happen.
0: Yeah, but i will be really. they to talk about justice. They'll gang up on them in the same way that you know the straw hats are ganging up on uh, Kaido's crew. You know, at this, point,
2: at, at, this point, at this point they have like so little resources compared to the League of Villains that they could easily pick people who match up with like obstacles. Like you're gonna put Dobby versus Endeavor and, and Show and Todoroki and you could just keep dividing it from there. Because there's a lot of shit that they have to take care of. Like there's a lot of people out there that, that these guys need to take care of. So everybody's, there's going to be a lot of people who can shine in these, these Listen, little cracks.
0: Josh, I'm just trying to keep hope alive already. All right.
2: We all, we
1: all have dreams. <laughs> we, all, we all have our wants in life. <laughs> well, <What>, you think <laughs> that they're <laughs> just going to put
2: tail dude in front of, in front of Dobby? And like. I it,
1: think that's absolutely what's not going to happen. There's not going to be any one-on-ones. There's not. You don't be, know that. I challenge you.
0: Yeah. Of oh, I thought you were going to challenge team. me. I, was like, I challenge you. No, I think... like I think, uh, now, let,
1: me, let me drop the facade. I, I actually did not wait, even my, my, When they was talking about this, I didn't even consider that there would be one-on-one matchups. I thought they were just trying to say that they had to deal with the uh, lower-level cronies first before they get to him. And I just didn't get one-on-ones out of that.
0: But it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I got
2: out of it. It's like, we gotta take... These 1v1s guys happen a lot in My Hero compared to most series. Mm. So, I think... We literally just had an arc with a 1v1. Who? and versus a race
1: ahead? Stars,
2: <laughs> Stars and started. Stripes versus versus Shigaraki. You
1: no, know, Stars and Stripes and, 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 a, and a fleet of fucking... Jet fighters.
2: Do they really count? They're literally rage. weapons.
1: They're essentially they just fight. weapons. They were very integral to the fight, mind you. They're literally they basically they weapons. They literally were. They literally were integral to the fight. And Yeah, integral to the fight as weapons. Was long. It was him and all for one. So even if you don't count the excellently skilled and um, unbelievably talented Oh Jet my Force god, Biders you're
2: such a fucking troll. And it's still a two-on-one. <laughs> it's basically a 1v1. One one. It's like it's like having Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. I mean, I mean like... I mean, like the person I can create rules
1: out of nothing. That don't make no sense to me. You can't 1v1 something like that. So even like they
2: the lo- they way way. literally did
1: that. <laughs> <still> <laughs> they literally it's did, it. that. It's still it's still did that. It wasn't... We can do this for hours.
0: <laughs> well, fuck me for keeping hope alive, huh, Josh? Hmm? Throw me under the bus. Same
1: on you, Chris. Same on you. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Disappointed as per usual. Well, anyway, I guess we're moving on then. Fuck that. Am <laughs> not getting into this? I was just trying to be optimistic here. I'm the unbiased king. <laughs> anyway, we cut, Uh, you know, that's the plan. They're going to split everyone up. Uh, they're going to try to take off, take pick off the League of Villains one by one, uh, and then try to separate Shigaraki. And then we cut over to uh, Aizawa about to talk to Aoyama about, you know, his goal and his, like, role in all this stuff. Uh, Aoyama's feeling hella bad for everything he's done. The Japanese Chicken Doctor makes a reappearance. I never thought we'd see him again. Um,
2: the return oh, of the Chicken Doctor, the best character in the series. honestly. All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. hmm
0: Yeah. All uh, right. So yeah, their base uh Isa no
2: wa- steak a
0: Yeah, I was, course,
1: was t- the-, <laughs> the cutlets are high. <laughs> what? Uh, I said the stakes are high, but we couldn't
0: oh. chicken. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> anyway. No. I
1: thought that was
0: cool. The other witch cool. It was alright. I was being too cruel um anyway so you know i guess like aizawa is just like hmm in retrospect if he really planted that explosive ability oh they find that no what aoyama's not been fucked with he has no bomb in him uh whatsoever and i guess neither does his family so you know all's good with aoyama uh they A- aizawa's just like oh he really didn't do that hmm uh i guess you know if he if he'd really planted an explosive ability in that boy in the boy that would trigger in the event of a betrayal, then why murder the other pe- that other peon as a wet, wet uh, lesson? Um, why threaten the family with death? And he's like, I guess the only thing that all for one planted was a seed of fear. He didn't really like have to do anything to get Aoyama to tra- like betray him. Really,
1: uh, I think that was very sloppy of him to not do it. Though,
0: yeah, it is. It is a little weird for a guy. It- who was like I plan? Oh, but to be honest, they also say that like whatever ability that ha- that uh, Aoyama contained within him, it was probably acquired after he made Aoyama betray anyway. Like he turned Aoyama, so you know, I I feel like that that was definitely like a thing that they uh, also
2: he got the job done regardless. He got everything he needed out of Aoyama, so yeah, I feel like this. It basically worked. I mean, obviously it worked. He manipulated a child. I don't think it was that hard for a supervillain. Well, he also do.
0: manipulated adults in his parents. But he is a scary man with ultimate powers. So I don't think he really needs to be like, I put a bomb in you to scare somebody. <laughs> um, yeah, like Aoyama
2: is not about to revolt against the greatest villain of all time in this world. <laughs> yeah. Um. So,
0: Yeah. Aizawa just looks at him and is like, you won't find many friends in life that'll stick up with you for you like that. So, what do you fear? Um,
1: unless, you're, unless you're in class 1A.
0: Yeah, unless you're with your best nakama. Um, and uh, basically, Aoyama also says that he's also scared that he can never sparkle and shine as they do. You know, the more faith that they express in him, the more faith he loses in himself. Um, and um, he uh, he's just afraid that like, even if he offers his hand and tries to help, he, he's already caved to all for one once. Who's to say he won't do it again. So he's, that's, that's really what he's afraid of is that if he joins up with him, he won't have the guts to really stick with that decision and, and trust them to like, kind of keep it together. You know, he'll just, if he's scared enough, he'll just like side with all for one. And that's what he's concerned with. Um, and he's just like, man, I just want to fucking go into a uh, some dark corner, untouched by the rest of the world, and where I could wait for death to take me. Um, and Isolde lays it on pretty thick immediately. He's just like, you may have been giving leniency, but your sins will be with you forever. And once this war is over, you may not have a home in UA anymore. So you know, your your friends like to sugarcoat shit, but I'll set you straight. <laughs> He says, you so, will
1: yeah, fight. You know, right now you're not going to be valid.
0: Yeah, you're going to fight. You're going to fight on our side whether you like it or not. We we, we need you. We're going to use you just like all for one used you. Um, and that's pretty much the best that you can do. You know? Um, but he said the bright side is is that like I won't let you sink off, slink off haunted by those sins and die a quiet, pathetic death. I, it is my duty as your teacher to give you a chance at redemption. I don't want, I, like, none of my lessons are about, um, living a life burdened by guilt. So as ashamed and despicable as you feel, you will walk alongside the friends who still reach out to you and will protect you. Stick with them and you'll be okay. And, um, Aoyama seems more affirmed. And he's like, "But what can I do? What can a single miscreant like me accomplish?" And um, oh yeah, uh, Isawa's like, "Well, you're not the only one I'm putting on this path." And this chapter ends with a couple students looking up, saying, "It's time, let's go!" With a big uh, panel revealing that Shinso is also involved in whatever plan B this seems to be, uh, and he's got his like Spider-Man pose uh, hanging it off was the rig.
2: I was so happy when yeah. I saw Shinso. <laughs> Yeah, I was so happy when I saw Shinso, man.
0: Yeah, I saw that. That was
2: uh, I also liked that a lot. I was like
0: Shinso in Spider Man pose. You know how uh, Horikoshi loves Spider Man.
2: Um, I love Shinso so much. I'm so excited to see what he could do with this character because it's such an interesting quirk to be paired with um, with Aizawa's kind of style of fighting. You know? Yeah. I wonder what kind of shit he's gonna do with that.
0: Yeah. I imagine this is going to be very much uh I'm I what I'm hoping is is that like not that this is like Sasuke retrieval arc but the idea is that like he's the Shikamaru of a cell of just like uh of like supporting characters and maybe Deku uh as they go off to accomplish some kind of mission. I think that would be pretty fucking dope.
2: Um Yeah, I think I think he's going to be one of those big brain players in this team.
0: Yeah, but um, that's this chapter. Um, I thought it was fine. Uh, I, I and you know the only reason I think it's fine is because like it's just kind of it was it was good. It was like a solid chapter. I liked. I, I'm past the Aoyama twist and what it means, or whatever it is, what it is. But for what it is right now in this chapter, uh, I appreciate the effort into developing his character a little bit. Uh, and giving us kind of a path to what his character is going to face down the road, um, I think uh, I think it's solid. It's fine, but uh, the detriment in this chapter for me is that like this is the upteenth time that I'm about to say now's the time they're going to start the arc and this story will actually get moving um, because for a series that's like weirdly like pushing towards an end, it's also doing like, a lot of re-explaining shit, uh, like, very slowly, and, you know, getting the objectives of things out very slowly, and at this point, I'm just, like, uh, I'm glad, uh, hopefully, hopefully, next chapter will finally get into whatever the next arc is, because, uh, the only thing that, and it's not that I have a problem with necessarily the content of what's going on here, but they've said a version of everything, of almost everything they've said here, except for the Aoyama character development stuff. They've said almost everything here, in one way or another, like seven times up to this point, ever since Deku came back to UA. So, you know, every every chapter seems like kind of a repeat of what happened last. And um, mm. hopefully that ends now, because I just want shit to get going. Um but that's all I gotta say about the chapter. Uh what are your what are your boys' thoughts?
2: I like this chapter. <clears throat> I really liked uh having our um, back in the picture. It was really, really great to see him uh again. Um I don't know why they showed that little panel of Shirakumo. Like mm. that, that random panel in between the conversation that they're having. Oh, I, I don't know what that. significance that has in what's gonna happen. Maybe he's like eavesdropping and
1: what panel
0: is that?
2: Like when
1: know, yeah, when they show the, the the shadow guy,
2: the the teleport cloud man.
0: Yeah, Kuragiri. Oh yeah, there he Keep Kurugiri. forgetting his name. Okay, I keep so, forgetting
2: his like villain name, but
0: Kuragiri. I think that I know the significance of this because I think like they're trying to frame it in that Aoyama and Kuragiri are in similar situations.
2: Like kindred spirits?
0: Similar, not the exact same, where um, Aoyama is very much doing the same thing for Kuragiri or, or Shiraku or whatever you go by. Um, he's doing the same thing for uh, Kuragiri as the Class 1A students are doing for Aoyama. So
2: uh, I, th- I think... Now that I think about it, I feel like it could be implying that Shirakumo is in there, but he's just not coming out out of sheer like, guilt. Like, maybe guilt is holding him back from really coming back, you know?
0: Yeah, it could be a myriad of things. It could be, you know, the whatever control All for One has on him, but that could be also a factor that makes the control stronger. That's what it is with Aoyama, you know? It's not just that like, Aoyama's afraid of fighting all for one is that, like, he's already just been controlled for so long by him at this point. It's hard to shake that kind of thing when somebody has that much of a grip of your on your existence for that long, because he's been, he's been, like, Aoyama got his quirk when he was, like, a kid, when he was, like, younger than, like, 10 years younger than this, so that's how long all for one has been just kind of, like, around in his life. Right, right. So... You know that's why I thank you for bringing that up, Brian. Because I didn't even think about the Shirakumo panel. It's just like such a small panel that I kind of like scanned over it. But I, think, I was
1: kind of late for you to bring it up, but then you didn't, and I
0: forgot. Yeah, because I I, I just like glanced over it. That was my. That's why I have co-hosts because I miss them sometimes.
2: And uh, also, I like that in that in that same page, um, when it's just Aizawa and Aoyama, they cut off Aoyama's waist. To show that it's literally just the two of them and all for one has no place in this conversation.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, like, the symbolism of like having him, because that's obviously where the restraints are on Aoyama. Uh, but, yeah. And that's
2: know. also where the quirk that was given to him. Oh, his is. belly. As well. Right.
0: He's just talking to Aoyama, so, not
2: to Yeah, control. so it's, oh, so it's, they God. literally <laughs> cut, he literally cut all for one out of his body. The power that. of symbolism. <laughs> the more that i like talk about this chapter the more i actually start to like it a little bit more just because like i know i know that we 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 don't really enjoy the way that you guys have well that they've been writing these couple chapters but i feel like i feel like there's a lot of like It feels like he's getting better at writing these things every chapter, though. Like, it might. It's like the first couple chapters were like, eh. And he's kind of like tuning it together and making it more meaningful, you know? Like, he's making it more. He's making it more interesting just because, like, when you think about Aoyama before this. He's, like, an afterthought kind of character. He's not a character that you really, um, that you could really call, like, oh, shit, yeah, that's my favorite character and shit, you know? So, him, there's a lot of weight behind what happened to him. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not something that you could just glance over, you know? You can't just roll, you can't be like, oh, yep, he's the traitor, alright, and we all forgive him, that's it. Like, in this, in the world of My Hero Academia, they're has always been consequences for actions. Like, always. Like, when the students went to help uh, All for One and save Bakugo, there was, an, there was a consequence for that action. So, like, we can't just allow... Like, forgiveness is never just the end of it when it comes to My Hero Academia. There's always a repentance that has to come with it. So, they're, I feel like they're just setting that up. They're setting up Aoyama to be repented at some point in in this arc in the coming arc
0: yeah i mean here's the thing i the it's funny you say that is that like i i never thought horikoshi was bad at writing these things i think like my surprise is that like he's definitely it's is definitely felt like he's downgraded as of late you know because like there's moments if you listen back way back we even like when endeavor was going through his whole thing we were like oh my god this is so good Like, he's being so measured in this particular character arc. He's so good at this type of storytelling. He did the same thing with Bakugo and Deku, how their relationship has changed over the years. Uh, And I think the thing about Aoyama being this afterthought character is that obviously that was what he was going for. But Aoyama might be... He may have gone a little too far with it. You know, like, Aoyama may have been a little too in the background- for this twist to hold any like well a lot of emotional weight to it because i do feel for him and obviously i feel for him more in this chapter reading it and talking about it with you guys but at the same time i'm just like that there is a different there's definitely a shift with me where horikoshi became like kind of the best at the quiet moments and drawing out these like long and traumatized kind of storylines where somebody did somebody wrong, and they really had to work at it. So maybe this is just the start of that again for Aoyama. In- but I guess like the, uh, I-, I feel like I've said this before. It's just kind of like a execution basis on this particular story aspect. But I do think uh, Horikoshi usually, on his best day, is one of the best at kind of redemption stories.
2: Um, I think. I think the problem with Aoyama's story is that it requires too much thinking to actually um, like to get the picture of because there there's a lot of parallels with Aoyama. There's a lot of like when you think about all the shit that that adds up for Aoyama's story to work, you have to think about his his comparison to Deku. You got to think about his comparison to Shirakumo you gotta think about all the shit that adds up to him being a traitor. So there's there's those three things alone require a lot of remembering. Like yeah, the Deku comparison—they're both basically they they're two sides of the same coin. Both were born quirkless. Both accepted their quirks from from uh like all for one and one for all, and both of them dealt uh both of them went through completely different journeys and for share kumo you know there's the the whole trader aspect um so there's just so much that you have to like kind of consider you know like it's not it's not explained enough in the story so that's why it can feel a little less impactful but when you think it over it's a little bit better but that doesn't really save it in my opinion. I think you're right no, about that.
0: No, that's what I'm saying, is that it, it was too subtle. He was like, I get you have to be subtle when you're doing a traitor storyline, and you don't want people to figure it out, and we certainly didn't, so good on him for that, but the only reason we didn't is because we don't know enough about the supporting cast to make informed guesses, because the only thing we had was uh, was Hagakure, basically. Um, so I don't know.
2: Uh, I, f- I, I still like this chapter regardless. I it liked it a, too. I, it was I a good was chapter fine. for Aizawa and, uh, a good chapter for Shinso. Love that guy. Yeah. I, I feel, uh, <laughs> I feel bad cause I,
0: yeah, I feel bad cause I actually like most chapters of my hero academia, although, uh, just trying to explain why there are certain points that are lackluster makes it seem I like feel, a bad,
2: like i hate it but i do, i, I, do I feel like hor i feel like Horikoshi just like he had that long arc of non-stop action so i feel like he's like trying to remember how to character write again a little bit <laughs> or He's funny. like oh shit how do i write people again <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know i don't know it's a, it is interesting cuz the fallout of uh, the paranormal liberation or and even the war itself was a very strange shift for my hero academia, not making it not necessarily at all making it into a bad manga, but there but something happened there. That, no, there was
1: a huge shift. Like right when, it was like right after that my villain academia arc ended, it it just kinda took a, a weird shift. Yeah.
0: My, and, and I guess I'm not like talking about it in terms of I guess like the overall like what the story is, but I guess like the narrative techniques and the way he tells the story something flipped uh but i don't know we'll figure it out i feel like uh hopefully down the road shinso arc i'm here for it <laughs> um I, are we uh, prepared to move onward boys yeah yes let's so- we'll go <laughs> jujutsu kaisen this is jujutsu kaisen chapter 171 tokyo number one colony part 11 um last we left off, Reggie and Megumi were fighting uh fighting, 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 doing cool domain shit. Not well, Megumi ended up he used
1: the gym for do, his domain.
0: Yeah, for doing cool the shit. his uh Chimera Shadow Garden. And uh the entire gym is developed entirely of shadows. And as uh the domain is being established, Megumi notices that Reggie is using his esoteric technique, hollow wicker basket. And um uh, <laughs> now we're going to get I so funny. now we're going to get a, a ton of explanation uh, because I think Jujutsu Kaisen might be the only manga to be able to get away with stopping the narrative to just
2: explain what's happening right now yeah. uh, so much technicalities in this chapter <laughs> it is
0: crazy Jujutsu Kaisen is probably the only manga who can do this and I'm like this is cool <laughs> I don't know what it is um, okay so here's how I understand it I I could be misunderstanding some things because like uh, I don't super remember a ton about like simple domains and whatnot but the way I understand it is uh, Megumi establishes domain this hollow wicker basket that Reggie establishes is to directly counter domains in general so you Mm -hmm. know it's a lot like uh, okay apparently hollow wicker basket and simple domains are different but they're similar in that they uh, prevent domains from being the guaranteed hit like the whole point of a domain is uh that once you establish it whatever attacks you do they're fucking surefire they're gonna hit no matter what so
2: that's the new that's the new domain style remember higuruma said that correct the, it wasn't it always, always d- like that domains were like just basically like challenges
0: yeah Exactly. I'm, I'm saying, I guess, in terms of the modern rules that Jujutsu Kaisen established for most domains so far, um, they're one hit kill. Not Well, not necessarily kill, but whatever attacks you use, they, will, they won't they will miss. So you either have to be able to guard or create a simple domain to kind of nullify the guaranteed hit policy. Uh, however, Megumi's Chimera Shadow Garden is still not At a hundred percent, it's not like a full domain, especially since I guess there's a rule against using a a physical space to kind of be the mold for your domain, like needing the gym to make this domain possible is what makes this kind of incomplete. If it was a full domain, he would be able to do it in the open air and it's Mm -hmm. a domain in and of itself. So this is an incomplete domain. Uh, so there is no guaranteed hit here, but it does make him 120% times stronger. Uh, and um, yeah, it, it's just so it just makes his curse technique so fucking strong. And that is what Reggie didn't understand about this domain, is because it was not complete. And the way he realizes this is that in the Chimera Shadow Garden, Megumi summons his frogs to um, to strap down Reggie, and he's like, whoa, how'd they hit me? Um, so, yeah, he figured all that. And then Jujutsu Kaisen does what it does best. Jumps a guy. Uh, but Megumi, usually, um, Megumi uses literal shadow clones to, like, curb stomp Reggie with his boys, which is him. Um, God bless Reggie. He tries to counter as much as he can, but Megumi is... Yeah, he does. Uh, he's really... <laughs> You know, he's really not a bad fighter
1: at all. No. You know, he even knew a simple domain technique. I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. I thought these guys were like new new guys on the block and had no idea what all this curse shit was. Oh, yeah, man. Um, he, he knew exactly what he was doing.
0: Yeah, so they just gang up on him and they just beat the flying fuck at him and Reggie's like, whoa, I get it. His clones and Shikigami took physical form before hitting me, so this barrier doesn't count oh wait hold on it turned the page does uh barry doesn't have a can't miss attack uh and he just keeps getting beat um so he's like whoa this is actually even better than a like can't miss domain thing like just making your cursed techniques 100 120 percent stronger is better than just attacking and never missing um but um yeah, he basically says, if he brings out that elephant and showers me with water in here, I'd be limited to what half of I could do. Obviously, because his receipts will be destroyed, probably, by the water. Um, so he throws a bunch of car notes in the air uh, and drops them on the clones, uh, seemingly killing them, I think. Um, Megami summons Nuwe before, and I'm I'm hoping he didn't kill <laughs> Nuwe with this car, because uh, <laughs> I like Nuwe. Uh, so the cars drop destroying the clones and also Megumi just collapses under some kind of weight and Reggie realizes that okay cool Uh all I had to do is reinforce my footing with cursed energy so I wouldn't be sucked in and this whole and I realized this whole domain is your shadow so Chimera uh, Shadow Garden being just kind of like a bump a buff to Megumi's overall cursed technique uh, which is you know the shadow shit. So, he figures that Megumi is able to carry things within his shadows. Uh, And he also deduced that since he's only ever seen Megumi wield this cursed tool, that he doesn't have the capacity to carry a bunch of stuff because he carries on the weight of whatever is in his shadow. So, now that Reggie summoned all those cars, he's carrying 2.4 tons of weight uh, in his shadow. (laughs) Uh, So... He's like, well, cool. All I have to do now is just keep piling on cards until you die. Uh, and, um, yeah, it looks like it's a checkmate against Megumi until uh, Megumi is like, you miss something. An incomplete domain is still a domain. There's a shadow above you, too. And there comes my boy, Max Elephant, coming down and crushing Reggie under its gigantic weight. <laughs> so... Right now, Reggie's underneath the fucking elephant right now, and I guess they're playing a game of who's going to be crushed first, and that's where the chapter ends. Um, RGC. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's my RGC as well. Yours, too? Unified RGC. You already know, boy. Unified, really good chapter of the week. Unified RGC.
2: Unified RGC. Unified RGC. i megumi megumi is the most technical character in this entire series and i fucking love it every time megumi gets into like gets a gets to scrap it's literally always like it's always like a master class on technique in this series like i can't think of another like another character who gets into more in-depth fights than megumi
0: Yeah. um, Well, before we go on, I do want to say that this is also the really good chapter of the week voted by the audience. However, however, Nope. technically, no, because it is tied. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but One Piece was the second series that Jujutsu Kaisen tied with.
2: So, Fucking One Piece, bro.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, give it one Certified RGC. RGC. <laughs> Certified RGC.
2: Certified RGC.
1: Certified RGC. So you do want to try to
0: one. No, it's technically not because it's tied with One Piece. But if you guys want to cast your vote on the next RGC, please hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we usually put the poll up on Sundays and we read the uh, the results. Uh, we only had two votes this week, and it was a dead even split between One Piece and Jujutsu Kaisen. So let us know what you think, if you think so. Um, but anyway, back to the chapter. Uh, I agree, and I think a lot of it with what Brian said about Megumi's fights being significantly more tacti- tactical, I guess. Uh, and I think the reason being is that Megumi is very much just always learning in his battles. So he's always just like refining his technique before your very eyes, and it's kind of pretty cool to see. Um, he's he's
1: a he's an unfinished product. Even more so, like I mean, just as much as uh, as Itadori is, mm-hmm. and that's what's really cool. And I can't believe that girl died. It's so trash Which girl? What? Smash Bros. Player.
0: Smash Bros. Player. Red. No, she's still alive. Wait, who's who's the girl? What are you talking about?
1: You know the 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 the, the girl that was part of the trio. Oh, the Scorpion. She's, the- she's not dead.
0: Yeah. She didn't die. Yeah, but she should be. She'll probably she probably be part of the talk. I can see her pulling up again. She's still in the game. She can't leave. Mm. So... Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that... I, you I, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the scorpion-haired girl, right? No! I'm talking about the girl at the camera knows. You said I the scorpion. Oh, Nobara. Nobara, yeah. Nobara. Nobara. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> no, no, yes. Don't thing. disrespect her like that. Right. Hey, she could be alive. <laughs>
1: yeah, but regardless, she ain't here, and
0: that's kind of lame. It is sad. Every she's developing too. Yeah, whenever you think that Nobara is not here, it's uh, it's very sad. But we're trying to we're trying to roll with the good times, Josh. I know. Cool battles. Um, but yeah, I I thought this chapter was fucking awesome. A lot of. Such a fun read, as Jujutsu Kaisen usually is when it gets into its battles. Obviously, the discernment between like a battle in Jujutsu Kaisen as opposed to others is that it's, almost, it's very much like a game. Uh, so, it is fun to see people circumvent rules and create rules and whatever they have to do to win. Um, so, very cool. Very fun. There's not a lot to say for me because there is uh, just so much action. <laughs> uh, I have one more thing. Go for it
2: yeah please. this whole fight with Reggie kind of got me to buy into the hype behind Megumi yeah I now see why this me dude too. is gonna be about it in the future like
1: no this me he was so lame and I see why he did that in I didn't
2: think he was lame I just I thought do. that I just thought that I was I was just wondering why why what made him so special? Like, to, 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 um, like, what's his name? The fucking, um, to Gojo. What made him so special to Gojo? What made him so special to fucking, uh, demon dude in Itadori?
0: Well, like, here's the thing is that, like, Megumi, I don't even think Megumi considered himself to be all that special. Like, I think, like, um, a lot of people saw the potential in him early on. And also, Jujutsu High, like ah. of his class, there's three students. Like it's not a big school. There's not like a ton of kids there, so uh, there's a lot of focus on the small amount of students they do have. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I I don't think Megumi considered himself considered himself any type of special. And I think it's more that like Gojo and even Sukuna are just like I see potential in this kid. Uh. Mm. Especially since, like Itadori, he's kind of looking at him through Itadori's eyes. So whatever, whenever Itadori sees him go out, he's like, "Or oh, I think there's yeah, he knows. Yeah, he's also a Zenon clan guy. So I think there's a lot of prestige with his mm-hmm. like family name, I guess. Even though he technically was raised by that family, but
1: his skill is he's leagues above is many. People.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know. I would like to go on the record and say I was always a Mega believer. I wasn't always <laughs> not me. <laughs> I saw it. I'm Absolutely. like Gojo guys. I see potential where there is none.
2: But I think he's the most skilled curse technique user in in the series so far. I well, think. I think you're one
0: of first. Yeah, let's not go that far because he's learning. curse the better than him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, part of the reason that makes Megami such an engaging person to watch battle is that he is still learning and he is like adjusting his own technique and fighting his own way. Uh, but he's not the best,
2: obviously. He
0: can't make... A- I'm not
2: saying he's the best. He's the most skilled.
0: I don't even think that much. Because the way
2: that he... If you take his curse technique on paper, it's not that great. He makes it good. Sure. He makes this shit great. No, he, himself. Could, argue that he
1: could be. he could be using shikagami is even smarter or some even better ones if you have more talent. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you can, you can, all I'm, I'm, I'm really playing devil's advocate as far as that goes, but, um, I just feel like there's been more skillful displays, you know what I'm saying? By like other people, maybe you could say for his age and his bracket, Yeah, I guess, but like even total, he used his curse ability way like more creatively and and, and um and effectively than than uh than this guy. You know, all, all he did was kind of, you know he could teleport people, which is pretty sick. But you still have to use a whole bunch of strategy, and the other person could use it against you too if they
0: turn around and such. You know? Yeah, so, I agree. I
2: definitely That's just one that's not something I heard. But todos, but Toto's is a lot more straightforward like the reason why Megumi I feel like is more skillful is because his his stuff is so much more specific and resource based like there's a lot that you have to manage when it comes to Megumi's quirk that you ha- to make it work like he, quirk. shikigami don't grow on trees those things literally die and they don't come back so he le- he if has to be careful food, they don't come back they don't
0: I don't remember whether they. do he, or don't. One of his
2: dogs died, and he can't. He's hasn't summoned them ever again.
0: Well, they mm-hmm. all look the same, so it's kind of hard. No, to No, no,
2: they don't. There's the black. There's the black dog, and then there's the white dog. Mm-hmm. The black dog died, they and they never came love. back.
0: Listen, I'm not going to argue that because I don't remember enough far back to really.
2: It's true that that's literally what happened.
0: Okay, I'm gonna take your word for it. That's what I'm saying. I just don't know. I don't know what, what, enough to say. Like one or I the
1: other. just like I literally explained. Before you mention it again, I still think Toto's technique, like, is way less... He, he has way less to work with than Megumi does. And he does it more skillfully and more effectively, in my opinion. That's just one... And again, that's just one character. Um, What about... uh, uh What's his name? Uh,
0: uh, What about... Reggie uses his thing pretty... His I would name? say that Reggie's a very skilled fucking... Uh, oh, user. yeah, him too. He Oh, yeah, you. the
1: way he was timing and stuff. Yeah. Nah, him. I remember the Higuruma.
0: There's a lot of really skilled ones that kind of take... And, you know, that's the point. Like, Megumi's not supposed to be the most skilled right now. He's supposed to be the most adaptable. Would, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe
0: one day, the most skilled.
1: I one. just don't think he's the most skilled right now, but he could definitely get there. He's, he's, he's the... I think he's the most strategic thinker so far. And that's going to lead him to be, like, probably one of the best.
0: Yeah, he's definitely probably the smartest. He's just
1: not there right now.
0: Yeah. He's also crazy. Like, he he, he does have a penchant for, like, pushing himself further than he has to in battle. Like, the first time he engaged his, like, domain, like, almost killed him. So, I think he's also very much more prone to taking big risks in order to get the W. So, I think that stands out about him as well. And not to say that he's not skilled at all. He's very skilled, but he's not. I wouldn't say he's the most skilled. But
1: Yeah, he's not different from Itadori in that way. And I think that's what's cool about them being cool. Like, friends. I can't yeah. wait to see them do a tag team fight. I think Yo, that'll be really sick.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think that's, uh, that's it for Jujutsu Kaisen. What a fun chapter. Uh, what a fun series overall. Uh, are you guys ready to move onward? Yeah. Mm, all right, let's go. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 319. Great Magic Knights versus King of Devils. Um, you already know what time it is. <laughs> it's uh, the uh, the Soul Society captains. I mean, the captains of the Clover Kingdom w- mages. <laughs> they pulled up to uh, hit. Lucifer with their best shot um, and Lucifer obviously just <laughs> like destroys the captains um, it's not even close but it is good looking because of the art
1: it does look incredible I'm yeah. gonna say that much
0: yeah it's, it's an enta- entertaining battle so far uh, and of course um, fucking Lucifero got an attitude the entire time <laughs> just like pointless and um you know he's just mad that these captains just keep coming after him he says the mere idea of lonely humans challenging me to battle disgusts me you should be despairing and prostrating yourselves
1: prostrating yeah that i had a lot there mm. i I, lo- I love the attitude he has because it's not like it's not pre- it's it's not that it's not pretentious but the way he's going about it, he's talking to them straight up. Yeah. He's like, I want this to end now. He's not like saying, Oh, sigh, I'm so annoyed. He's explaining to them yeah. exactly how he feels. <laughs> he's articulating his thought. Not yeah. because he sees them as worthy of it, but because that is who he is. Yeah. He's not a sigh, I guess. <laughs> bad guy.
0: Yeah. I mean I'll say And that. I like that. He's adjacent I like that a lot. He's adjacent to that. He's uh it is funny that I do appreciate Lucifer more than like the trope of his kind type of thing because it is kind of funny. The way that like...
1: we get a little bit of it here. Yeah, well,
0: the way the way that Tabata draws him...
1: Yeah,
0: the way that Tabata draws him is very entertaining because you could just see the... Ugh. At this point, I'm just like, yo, why did you even come here, bro? You don't seem to want to be here. Could have just stayed in hell and had a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, he says, you should be prostrating yourselves. And Mary Leona, uh tries to do something, but she gets batted away. And she says, sorry, but no can do. No matter how far beneath you we are, we've been granted the title of the strongest, all of them say at the exact same time. Uh, making Lucifero very angry that they even. Oh,
1: no, that shit had him sick.
0: <laughs> he couldn't fucking believe what they were saying to him right now. Uh. And that's when Asta pulls up behind him out of the debris and smoke. Very cool two-page spread, to be honest. Um, as he's yelling at the top of his lung, like, you could ever understand how awesome great magic knights are. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know.
1: I had to check the page count. I was like, all right, 15? It was a lot. It was a ton of two-page spreads.
0: Yeah, lots of big this panels. very
1: bleach. Very, very Kuboian.
0: yeah that's i like that word kuboian um no yeah i uh i mean you know it's kind of the same thing we had last week where it's not a bad thing at all it isn't i'm actually enjoying black clover right now uh even though like we know what's even though we knew what was going to happen it is so much shonen trope stuff uh you know but you know it's gloriously so i'm enjoying it but it's also you
1: think this guy's about to have his head chopped off
0: Yo, you think the series is going to end right next chapter? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> but I do think he's going to cut his head off and then his head's going to float and he's going to be like, <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs>
0: how dare you attack my neck? Yo, what he'll do, he'll probably just like expose his neck and then go towards it more. And then just get mad yeah. that that happens still. Because that's how Lucifero rolls. He'll just get mad at himself. He'll get mad at you for him putting his neck to your blade. Right. like mm. How dare you? You went through with it? (laughs) Even after I exposed it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know.
1: How many times must I repeat myself?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I am better than you. Yeah, I could definitely see Asta chopping off his head and be like, "Mm, pointless. It's not going to... I could survive my head chopped off. I'm literally Satan. Well, we know he, could hurt, um, oh, sure. yeah, he can get hurt um for sure he can get hurt as he's displayed when he hurt himself um but yeah I mean yeah, no, so no real point in really uh harping on here it was a cool chapter lots of great art lots of cool action but um not a lot of story to analyze so you know we'll uh, we'll return in a moment I guess um but yeah let's uh let's move on to our next series. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Autumn's
1: Un- been captured?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, this is Undead Unluck chapter 90. And
1: everything else has been slain.
0: Yeah, they killed everything but Autumn.
1: Uh, Why? Why is Autumn still alive?
0: I think they need... Targetly the grossest. <laughs> that was the mission for Autumn, that they only had to capture Autumn, but they had to kill everything oh. else. Um, this is... Um, Undead Unlocked chapter 94, the four dead seasons. I guess I would say the four the three dead seasons and the one captured right. one. But no, it's alright. And the one captured. <laughs> the one captured one, but alright, I guess. Um And we start off with this chapter with a bit of a narration as uh Andy basically like lays out the character development arc for fuko up to this point. Um, you know, talking about how like I only kept you alive because I, uh it was only to I was only protecting you so you could bring about my own death. Uh and uh you should have been terrified getting wrapped up into the whole God-slaying thing. But despite that, you've always shown care for others and giving it your all. Um and
1: you keep- Her life did turn up to like a million. What do you mean? Like she she went from a very regular life to No, well I guess how unlucky shit was you know, made life really weird for her. Never mind. I mean, but she did. She ran into somebody that wanted to just wanted to die, and then ended up fighting gods. Like it's uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy arc. Yeah, all under pretty crazy progression.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I
1: talk shit about uh my hero Academia. I mean, this was <laughs> I mean this nigga, you know, Fuqua, She done seen some shit in about a few weeks
0: <laughs> in under a hundred chapters. Um. I mean, to be fair, Undead and Lux seems to have been constantly under the chopping block the entire time. So,
1: yeah, we're not going to relitigate
0: that, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, you keep pressing on, you get stronger, and uh, yeah. he's uh, Foucault, uh, Andy puts his hand on Fuko's head and saying, You did good. Uh, you, ri- you risking life and limb to make contact with Spring saved his heart along with the world. Uh, you gave him a satisfying death, the thing that he's been searching for this entire time. That's sick. I've got to envy him. Uh, That's sick. That, I want to die like that, too. And uh, Fugo's like, but the best I could do is summon meteorites for you. And Andy comes up with with a counter to that. He's like, well, then it's my turn to fall in love with you. And she's like, what? (laughs) He's like, I thought you were (laughs) already (laughs) dead. And he's like, no, well the you you love me and that all i can do is make meteorites but we've never tried mutual love before so maybe that'll make it even stronger and then you'll finally be able to give me the greatest death ever so yeah pretty cool uh fuko's like wait how are you gonna do that and uh, andy's like i'm gonna drag you around the world and get into even wilder shenanigans can you keep up uh, oh
1: shit sounds like the series is going to keep continuing oh
0: yeah you think so you think the series is going go to go on then you a-
1: turn the page
0: I wonder if like it's going to go on oh wait two page spread of I guess this is God stabbing Foucault through the chest <laughs> right I guess <laughs> I mean who the fuck is this guy right? I guess it's God uh, as Andy just- as uh, Foucault just falls to her knees uh, and everybody just processing what happened just now. <laughs> like, what? And then the guy starts talking like, that won't do. For people like us, too, for people like the two of us, one's capable of overcoming the loop. Death isn't an option. Um, and that's when Andy draws his sword and cuts this dude clean through from like his arm across his torso. And he's just floating in the air. Just like still cut in half, an and smiling like
1: yeah 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 ah
0: <laughs> with his vampire teeth, just like
1: ah ah. Why ah. did he pull up? Like oh hey,
0: no oh, sup. This series has got a limited time, I bet. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta speed this climax along.
1: Yo, he just look at his face. He on the first page they showed him when she sang Wicked and getting stabbed, He's just like,
0: mm, sup.
1: Oh yoink. Was <laughs> that your friend?
2: Hmm.
1: And then he starts getting charismatic. I was like, oh, okay. He's not yeah. going to be a whatever kind of villain. Yeah. All right. Thanks.
0: Yeah, I would be surprised, I guess, if this guy wasn't anything but God. Um, The chapter ends in a two-page spread. <laughs> <laughs> the chapter ends in a two-page spread where, you know, uh, gotta be God, yeah. Rip pulls up to Fuku and he yells that she hasn't got a fu- uh, pulse. And that Fuko seems to be dead at this point. Uh, oh man, I actually don't know how this is going to turn out. Uh, me neither.
1: I, I I have a feeling she's actually like dead. Like
0: that would be died. interesting. I mean, There's who, only
1: one way to bring her back, and that's for God to be like, okay, I'll
0: reset everything. All right, I'll let you kill me with this. Oh, no, stop
1: being an asshole too, and uh, make things fair for people. I like guess.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see though. This was a hell of a twist. I didn't. I honestly didn't see it coming. <laughs> uh, mostly because I guess I wasn't expecting this us to be now full on sprinting to the end. I guess. Uh, Who knows? I mean, if this is just the start of a brand new, it is not the end of the series arc. I would be actually uh-huh. very surprised.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm hoping... they got to go around the world, bro.
0: Hey, listen. I know I was talking all this positive vibes earlier, but man, Undead Unluck is...
1: No, it's over. That's God. He's <laughs> about to end their whole career. He's going to loot them again. They're going to wake up like, God damn it. Oh, well. And honestly, I hope you guys had fun reading.
0: <laughs> genuinely, it's a shame because um, I feel like the series could have been something. I mean, maybe we are speaking too soon, but... It doesn't feel like too soon. Um,
1: Let's see how it goes next chapter before we uh, yeah. jump out the window. But yeah. I thought it was a really cool chapter. It was actually my third favorite.
0: Yeah, I, I appreciate it. New Surprise
1: chapter. in One Piece and then this.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely felt like, whoa, they just killed Fugo. So mm-hmm. it really gave me a genuine sense of surprise. And I was like, whoa, oh, no, not Fugo. But yeah, uh, I. Uh, if it's going away, I'm gonna miss it, but if it's not, welcome to the new arc, baby. They're fighting against un uncanceled the series. <laughs> uncancel. <laughs> yeah, the uncancel. Um but I think that's it for our manga this week. Uh that has been Undead Unluck, and that has been our uh show. Wow we wow we! thank you guys so much for listening to the show this week. We got our manga back. Thankfully, uh we'll have almost everyone back. Apparently, One Piece is off next week. So, you know, we won't get any Zoe explanation, but whatever, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's back overall. Um, but in any case, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh you could find me at the Chris Espinal, Josh at JD Cole underscore 37, and at NY Chillin on Twitter, Brian at me.esp. On Twitter and Instagram. Uh follow Brian on twitch.tv slash its punchline for his gaming stream. That would be super cool. Uh email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Or hit us up on our Twitter or Instagram at NewJumpCity. Uh or comment underneath the videos that we post, whether it's the full version or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. Uh subscribe, like the pod while you're at it. Uh, if you Prefer audio podcasts. Every episode we've ever done is on iTunes, Spotify, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on there. So check us out. Uh, And with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. New Jump Citizens, stay safe.
1: Peace out, everybody.